Blessing, saints. This is Pastor Robert from New York. And uh, what a joy to again come before you to present what has been in my heart. We've embarked upon a time when the Lord is granting us greater insight regarding the purpose of the Father and to the understanding of the times. He brought us so far in knowing his will and ways. It's not just seeing his acts, but as Moses, we must know the ways of God. And that's Psalms 103 and 7, which says, He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. We are in a time that demands our utmost faith and obedience. I'll not be before you long as we examine the positioning and purpose of those who are called to be the re-reward. And we see that only in six uh, passages of scripture, that being Joshua 6, 9, Joshua 6, 13, 1 Samuel 29, 2, Isaiah 52, 12, and Isaiah 58, 8. And the subject of this uh, message here will be provisions. Now, the use of the word re-reward, Asaph, is the same in all verses except in 1 Samuel 29, 2. It is the word akaron, meaning hinder or last. It was uh, during the time that King David joined himself with the Philistines to escape from the hand of Saul. Now, when the Philistines set themselves in battle against Israel, Achish, king of Goth, told David that he will go out with him to the battle. So David and his men positioned themselves in the re-reward or in the last or the hinder part with King Achish. Now, when the princes of the Philistine army saw that this, that David and his men positioned themselves in the rear with King Achish, they sent David and his men back to Ziglag. So the word here in 1 Samuel uh, simply means to be in the rear. Now, let's look at the other five verses. Re-reward in those verses is the word Asaph. That means to gather. It also means together, to restore, to take up, to recover. This word derived from a pictograph root of two things, a thorn representing a turning and a mouth. The combination of these two is a rim or lips of a bowl which circles around. Hence, it's a bowl that is used for gathering things together and for eating. So let's now note the progress of re-reward in the following five verses. I'm going to look at Numbers 10.25, but I would like to begin uh, with Numbers 10 and 11 and work our way down to Numbers 10.25. Uh, and so Numbers 10.11, uh, it reads, I, it says, I read, And it came to pass on the twentieth day of the second month in the second year that the cloud was taken up from off the tabernacle of the testimony. And the children of Israel took their journeys out of the wilderness of Sinai, and the cloud rested in the wilderness of Paran. And they first took their journey according to the commandment of the Lord by the hand of Moses. In the first place went the standard of the camp of the children of Judah according to their armies, and over his host was Nashon, the son of Amminadab. 
And over the host of the tribe of the children of Issachar was uh, Nephilim, uh, the son of Zur. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Zebulun was Eliab, the son of Helon. And the tabernacle was taken down. And the sons of Gershon and the sons of Mirari set forward bearing the tabernacle. And the standard of the camp of Reuben set forward according to their armies, and over his host was Eleazar, the son of Shadur. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Simeon was Shemiel, the son of Zurashadai. Uh, and over the host of the tribe of the children of Gad was Eliasaph, the son of Duel, and the Kohathites set forward bearing the sanctuary, and the others did set up the tabernacle against they came. And the standard of the camp of the children of Ephraim set forward according to their armies, and over his host was Elishama, the son of Amimihud. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Manasseh was Gamiel, and the son of Pedazor. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Benjamin was Ab Abidon, the son of Gideoni. And the standard of the camp of the children of Dan set forward, which was the re-reward of all the camps throughout their host. And over his host was Ahazer, the son of Amenashadai. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Asher was Pagiel, the son of Akron. And over the host of the tribe of the children of Naphtali was Ahara, the son of Enon. Thus were the journeyings of the children of Israel according to their armies when they set forward. Now I'm going to stop there. I'm going to pause, take a parenthetical gap because I pray that when I do get to heaven and I see these men, that they would have forgiven me for mispronouncing some of their names. So although there's so much in this text that can be addressed, I will only uh, note a few. First of all, let's notice what the scripture says about where Israel was. This is very interesting because they were in Sinai, and I've come to recently learn that Sinai you know, the mountain where Moses received the law was a thorny place. From there, let's note, from there, the cloud by day was taken up and rested in Paran. Now, Paran is a place of caverns, an ornamental or a decorative place. It's there that the instruction of the Lord is told to Israel through Moses as to how each tribe is to position themselves in war and journeying. Now, that's the reason why I went through each of the tribes, what they were to do, how they were to be positioned. I'll just mention uh, a few of these tribes. So Judah was to lead. Now, we know the meaning of Judah. It's praise. Praise is always to go first. Remember after the death of Joshua, when the Israelites had inquired about uh, who shall go up first against the Canaanites to fight? And uh, the Lord said, Judah shall go up. I've delivered them into the I've delivered them into the land or I've delivered the land into the hand of Judah. So praise is always first. We then read concerning Issachar. 
Now, I won't speak much about Issachar, uh, but only that over time, Issachar developed understanding in the times to know what Israel ought to do. And that's First Chronicles 12, 32. We are really expectant that the Father will give us his word in the coming days uh, during the Saints Network seminar on understanding the times. Now, I, I want to skip down to Dan. It was the tribe of Dan that would be the re-reward for all the camp, all the tribes. In the military, the re-reward is the rear guard. They are the soldiers that are responsible for providing support to the soldiers who are deployed or forward. They're also responsible to support families who have uh, a soldier in deployment. So, so here is a little a great understanding about uh, Dan's ministry. He is to provide support by gathering and bringing together provision for those in the front. Now, let's look at the re-reward in Joshua 6, 9 and uh, 6, 13. We, we really know this story. It's uh, how Israel conquered Jericho. And uh, they were to simply do just as the Lord commands, you remember when the Lord said, march around the city seven times, seven days, but say nothing. So Joshua 6, 9, it says, and the armed men went before the priest that blew with the trumpets and the re reward came after the ark, the priest going on and blowing with the trumpets. It says primarily the same thing in verse 13. And seven priests bearing seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord went on continually and blew with the trumpets, and the armed men went before them. But the re-reward came after the ark of the Lord, the priests going on and blowing with the trumpets. We again see in both verses the army in the front and the re-reward following after the ark. They are the priests going on, blowing with the trumpets. Their position was to follow the Lord. You know, the Lord says we are a kingdom of priests or priests and kings. So let's uh, continue on. Look, this, there, there, here we see now in Isaiah 52, 12, a magnificent development in the ministry of the saints. Isaiah 52, 12. For ye shall not go out with haste. Don't hurry up. You know, don't be impatient. Read that part again. For ye shall not go out with haste, nor go by flight. For the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your re-reward. Isaiah prophesies that the Lord will not only go before us, but also be the one that will gather, that will bring together everything required for salvation. This passage of scripture actually prophesies the, the, the Lord coming to bring forth salvation. So no longer is the tribe of Dan listed, at, listed as doing this. It's God himself. He will come to bring salvation as it is written. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the father, full of grace and truth. We find that in John 1, 14. Now let's look at Isaiah 58, 8. 
Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy re-reward. This passage of Scripture describes the feast of the Lord, that feast that God has chosen. As he is our re-reward, we call, he will answer. We cry or we shout, he will say, here am I. Brothers and sisters, when we call on the Lord, he's going to answer us. When we shout out, he will say, I am here. He is our re-reward. Now, I cannot adequately put into words how when we call upon the Lord and he answers. Sometimes it's not the answer we expect, but it's surely the answer we need. He is granting us to understand his purpose in these times. He is our re-reward. He's the one who will gather and he will continue to gather us together and supply all our need. You remember It is as Abraham understood, the Lord will provide. Provisions will be made because that is what he said. The glory of the Lord shall be thy re-reward. So brothers and sisters, we can take comfort in knowing with an assurity that where he leads in every place, he will provide. He will gather us. He will feed us. He is our re-reward. God bless you.